pulpit that he knows he can obey God, and that's what I want him to do. Let's give him a good Bendale welcome to this pulpit this morning. God bless Brother McCann. Come on, church. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Great is the Lord, greatly to be praised in the mountains of His holiness. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. I'm telling you, there's something about that name. It still excites me. It has not got old to me. Amen. Amen. I love the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Little test you can take if you still want to know if you're plugged up. Amen. You can lift your hands and sincerely say, I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you, you'll start feeling that Shekinah glory. Amen. As it comes down, you'll start feeling that Shekinah glory. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. So good to be here today. Bendale, I don't know of anywhere I'd rather be because it is the will of God. So I don't know of anywhere I would rather be today than right here. And we sure do love brother and sister more, this church family. Why don't you give your pastor and his family a good hand clap? Come on. For they watch for your soul. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. I don't know about you, but God has been mighty good to me. Amen. God has been so good to me. So much better than I've even, I've even been to myself. I got to thinking about that. He's been better to me than I've been to myself. Amen. And he's sure been better to me than I've been to him. I thank God that I, I'm, I'm born this side of the cross. Amen. Amen. I may not have been one of Noah's sons if I hadn't have been. And then I may have been an angel that messed up. They didn't have a place to repent. I thank God for mercy today. Amen. I believe this truth. I believe this truth as strong as any man that steps in a pulpit. But when I get through preaching it, I'm going to put a big double handful of mercy on top. Because somewhere in life, you're going to need mercy. You're going to need it from God, and you're going to need it from man. Amen. And if you hadn't shown mercy, you're not going to be able to obtain mercy. Hallelujah. I mean, it's going to help me have church for a little while. We've come to preach hope. We've come to preach strength, help. And uh, we're living in troublesome times, perilous times. And uh, the devil, he's, um, he's very much aware of the pressures that we face in everyday life. Amen. Amen. I want to have church this morning. Praise the Lord. If you'd like to go to the book of St. Luke, let's go to the 18th chapter, verse 27. St. Luke, chapter 18, verse 27. If you're a visitor here today, we're sure thankful that you've come. But I will tell you, you're not here by accident. Uh, every man, woman, boy, and girl in this house is here today by the divine will and purpose of God. 
Amen. Amen. I don't believe in accidents with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has, he was talking about God chastising his sons. God has never whipped me not one time that I didn't know what it was about. Do you whip your kids and they don't know what it's about? No. And God don't just jerk us up and, and wear us out for something that we don't know anything about. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Help me, Holy Ghost. St. Luke, the 18th chapter, verse 27. And he said, this is Jesus, the things which are impossible, everybody say impossible. The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. I want you to hear this. The things, everybody say things. <clears throat> There's going to be things in life. The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Then Peter said, Lo, we have left all and followed thee. And he, Jesus, said unto them, Verily I say unto you, There is no man that hath left house, or parents, or brethren, or wife, or children, for the kingdom of God's sake, who shall not receive manifold more in this present time. Everybody say present time. And in the world to come, life everlasting. Could I get the church to lift their hands and voice in prayer? Brother Moore, would you ask God's anointing on this service today? Pray, church. I need a praying church. Come on, pray, church. Mighty God of heaven, as we come before you this morning in the most humble way, God, we invite you, Lord, to come down, walk the aisles, God, of this church. God, you speak to the hearts, the minds of the people. God, let there be an anointing not only to preach the word. God, let there be an anointing to hear. God, let our hearts receive it, God, in Jesus' name. And the church shouted, Amen. Give the Lord a good hand and clap of praise. Oh, come on now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. God, you're good. Oh, somebody needs to praise him this morning. God inhabits the what? I said God inhabits the what? God inhabits the praise of his people today. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. And he said, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. For just a little while this morning, I would like to preach on the God of impossibilities. The God of impossibilities. Amen. If the devil can ever get you to believe in that you are in a circumstance that is out of the control of God, 
that it's too big for God, that God himself can't take care of it. You're on your road to destruction. Amen. But if we got the faith, they sung about faith this morning. Amen. Faith is more than just trusting God for your healing. Amen. Faith is whenever things come your way and you don't understand why it's there and you don't understand why God don't move it out of the way. Amen. But you accept that God is going to God is going to see you all the way through it. Hallelujah. Amen. Faith is more than all of that. Faith is not God just keeping you from the trial, but faith is God taking you all the way through to the other side. Hallelujah. I want to preach this morning that we're serving a God that's still alive and well. Amen. And I do thank God that I know who his name is. Amen. I thank God I'm not falling down this morning to a God of stone or wood that cannot answer prayer. I thank God I don't have to I don't have to ponder in my heart. Amen. Does this go to the Father? Does this go to the Son? Or does this go to the Holy Ghost? I'm telling you, in 1 John it also said, and these three are one. Hallelujah. I thank God this morning that every problem we got, this God that we're serving is big enough. I said he's big enough. Amen. To take care of it. He is still the God of impossibilities. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're living in troublesome times, perilous times. Amen. When men are under pressure like I've never seen before. Amen. Uh, families under pressure like I've never seen before. And we bring that pressure into the house of the Lord. And we get to wondering in our hearts. We get to pondering in our hearts. Is God still as real as he used to be? Amen. Is the power of the Holy Ghost. Can it still change the heart and the mind of a man like like it used to. I've come to set a, set the devil on notice this morning. Amen. That God is the same. Jesus Christ the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. And if the Holy Ghost ever delivered, it'll still deliver. I said if God ever moved, he'll still move. If God, whoa, run devil, run. We're going to have church in this house this morning. He's still the God of impossibilities. I believe I just preached my heart this morning. You can be seated. My mind goes back. Amen. He didn't just become the God of impossibilities. Amen. My mind goes back to the children of Israel when they were in the land of Egypt. And God gave the preacher Moses. He gave him instructions. They're fixing to go out. And Moses goes before Pharaoh. And he says, let my people go. And Pharaoh said, I'll let you go a little ways. But I'm not going to let you go all the way. Oh, I like what the preacher told him. He said, we didn't get in this to go halfway. But we're going to go all the way out of Egypt. Can I tell you something this morning? If you'll make up your mind, I'm not going to stay in Egypt. I'm not going halfway. God is still the God of impossibilities. Hallelujah. It takes somebody that's got a made up mind. I didn't get in to get out. Amen. I got in to go all the way. And I know there's going to be trials. There's going to be valleys that I walk through. There's going to be mountaintops. But through all of this, he is still the God of impossibilities. Hallelujah. You can be seated. 
we find that Moses, and I love that story, and Moses begins to lead the children of Israel out. I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed when it comes to calculating, but if there was three million Israelites that was following him, I did a little calculation one day, and Brother Moore, if they were 5,000 across, I'm talking about lined up 5,000 across, it'd still be over three miles deep, amen, of Israel. Israelites, and he let them out one man, one preacher and one God because he is still the God of impossibilities, hallelujah I want you to know he didn't have he didn't have a cordless mic but the ones in the back of the crowd they heard him just as good as the ones in the front of the crowd can I tell you what it was it was that blood that was applied in Egypt it was that blood amen that was applied can I tell you what's still going to deliver you? It's going to be that blood that's been applied at Calvary. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have, you can be seated, we have lost, amen, a few things in our, in our ranks that I wish we could put back. When I first got the Holy Ghost in uh, 1973, I'm talking about a heathen, amen, that came to the house of the Lord. Myself, I'm a heathen, amen, that came to the house of the Lord. And brother, I can remember those old men. No, they were not eloquent speakers. And brother, they didn't know how to stand and, and and pray eloquently in a crowd. They come through the doors of the church with the cleanest overalls that they had on. Amen. But I'm telling you something. When you went to that altar, you better have your mind made up. Amen. That you either want the Holy Ghost or you wanted an overhaul. Amen. Because, brother, they is going to pray with you. But can I tell you what I remember? Brother, they was praying. All I can remember is they were saying, I plead the blood. I plead the blood if we'll get back to that I said if we'll get back to that there is nothing that the blood of Calvary cannot take care of today hallelujah hallelujah how long has it been since you heard somebody begin to plead the blood of Calvary? I'm telling you, it's still just as powerful as it was that day on Golgotha's hill. Amen. It's still just as powerful if you need deliverance this morning. He is the God of impossibilities. Hallelujah. You can be seated. There Moses as he began to lead those children of Israel out. And now they're standing at the Red Sea. And all of a sudden they hear the rumble of chariots and horses behind them. And somebody turns and they look back. And now they do like they always do. They point a finger at the preacher. And they said, Moses, was it because there was not enough graves in Egypt? Amen, that you brought us here to die. And the Lord spoke to him. And he said, Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Brother, with, a, with your hand raised back there, I've never laid eyes on you in my life. Stand up right now. Yes, sir, stand up. No, sir, the one in front of you. Stand up, sir. Yes, sir. I'm telling you, amen, there's a situation coming or it's already at hand. And God said, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. He cut tail of 
I'm telling you, God is going to move for you, brother. Amen. God's big enough. God said to tell you, He's big enough. Hallelujah. Rum devil run. I want you to know something. He's still the God of impossibilities. Hallelujah. And while the Holy Ghost is moving, uh, there's a young couple in here this morning, uh, and I'm going to tell you what I see in the Holy Ghost. Uh, I see one of you standing on one side of the road, uh, a shouting and a hollering, uh, and the other one standing on the other side of the road, uh, a shouting and a hollering. Uh, God said to tell you to meet in the middle of the road, uh, to meet in the middle of the road, uh, and let God open the windows uh, of heaven uh, and pour blessings out on your life. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Stand still, Moses, and just see the salvation of the Lord. And he told him, he said, wave that rod out over the sea. And Brother Ford, I'm just telling you something. Amen. It began to stand up and roll back because he is the God of impossibilities. I want you to know something. I have been faced, amen, with a sea. I'm Pharaoh in my back. And can I tell you what God's done? In impossible situations, God still rolls it back. I said, God still rolls it back. And brother, they walked across on dry ground. God don't halfway do something. God don't halfway cure cancer. God don't halfway cure leukemia. I'm just telling you this morning, He is a God of impossibilities. Hallelujah. We ever learn to plead the blood. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There they walked across on dry ground. Amen. He, he and they walked across on dry ground. Oh, can I preach this morning? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm telling you something. Amen. Get St. Matthew for me. Brother, get to about the 7th chapter, about verse 7 through 11. Amen. Brother, get Colossians, I believe it is. Amen. The 3rd chapter and about the 13th verse. Amen. I feel the Holy Ghost moving in this house this morning. Amen. If you got time to pray, I said, if you got time to pray, I'm serving a God that can do the impossible. Hallelujah. I walked into the prayer room. Brother Marshall, I walked into the prayer room. Amen. It was dark. And across the end of the end of the prayer room where I pray, it was like I saw in neon signs. It said serious inquiries only. God was telling me. He said, if you got something that's serious and you mean business, I'll hear it. Amen. Don't go through your little ritual and your calisthenics of being apostolic. God's not looking for an apostolic robot, but God's looking for somebody that can believe him for the impossible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. St. Matthew, the seventh chapter. Seventh verse. Ask. Get you a mic, brother. Ask. Everybody say ask. And it shall be given you. And it might be given you. It shall. It could be given you. It shall. Hallelujah. I'm just telling you this morning. 
if you'll take time to ask, amen, God will give it to you. Hallelujah. You're living beneath your privilege this morning. If you walk out of this house, amen, without God on your side, you're walking out of this house this morning without getting your miracle off the shelf. I'm going to tell you what I see. I don't care if you believe it or not. Hallelujah. That's why you ain't got nothing now. Amen. But the Holy Ghost showed me that there's shelves all the way around this house. I know it's Christmas time. Amen. But God's got presents. Amen. Sitting on these shelves. And I said, God, what is that? God said, that's gifts that they've never asked for. That's healings that they've never asked for. That's miracles that they've never asked for. I've already got it. I paid for it on Calvary. But they have not asked for it. Why don't you meet in the middle of the road, young couple? Amen. Let God open the windows of heaven for you. Hallelujah. Ask. Read for me. And it shall be given you. And it shall be given unto you. Seek. Seek. And you shall find. Does anybody know what seek means? Amen. If if you're a prayer warrior, you do. Amen. Because God's not in every avenue that you begin to pray. There's some mornings I go in and I begin to ask God for things. And brother, I can't feel it there. So I back out of that road and I begin to thank God for things that he's already done. And it might be there that I find him. And sometimes it's not there. And I begin to intercede for somebody else. And all of a sudden I can feel it. All of a sudden I can feel that breakthrough. Amen. I'm telling you if you will seek for him brother you can find him. If you will seek for him he's still there. He's that God of impossibilities. Hallelujah. Read for me. Knock. Knock. And it shall be opened unto you. Knock. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've been to people's houses. Used to have to go pick a man up for work. I've seen him go by the window. I knew he was in there. Hallelujah. You wouldn't hear nothing. I just keep knocking because I knew he was there. Now I'm telling you, sometimes you just got to keep on knocking. Amen. God wants to know if you're sincere. Hallelujah. God wants to know if you're desperate enough. Amen. Amen. To do more than, oh, hallelujah. Amen. I'm just telling you, these little three-minute prayers, amen, they don't really get a whole, they don't get a whole lot done. But if you'll stay there and ask, if you'll stay there and seek, and you'll stay there and knock, I'm serving a God that'll open the door to the impossible. Amen. There's some this morning, amen, God told me before I ever got here, you're in situations that you think are impossible. You're in situations that is totally out of your control. Can I tell you what you need to do? Run to an altar and put it before God. Amen. God is waiting. God is waiting for you. Amen. But things that are impossible with men are very much possible with God. Hallelujah. Read for me. For everyone that asketh. For how many that asketh? Everyone. Half of them. Everyone. 30% of them. Everyone. Two of them. Everyone. I'm telling you, the scripture said that everyone that asketh. 
receiveth. receiveth. Read. And he that seeketh findeth. And he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh it shall be opened. And to him that is willing to stay there and knock uh, it shall be opened. Read for me. Or what man is there of you? For what man of there is you of you? Whom if he his son asks bread. If your son asks bread of you, I'm asking you, Daddy, if your son would ask bread of you. Will he give him a stone? Are you going to give him a stone in its place? Read for me. Or if he ask a fish. Or if he ask a fish. Will he give him a serpent? Are you going to give him a serpent in its place? If ye then. If ye then. Being evil. Being evil, wicked hearted men. Know how to give good gifts. If we know how to give good gifts to our children. How much more shall your father which is in heaven. How much more. Amen. Shall my father in heaven. Amen. Give us good gifts. That's sitting on the shelf in this church right now. How many healings are here this morning. And all you got to do is ask. All you got to do is seek. All you got to do is knock. How many, how many financial blessings are sitting on the shelf this morning. And you have not asked. You have not sought it. You have not. Knock, knock fire. I'm telling you, God delights in mercy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God delights in mercy. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Read for me, brother. Yes, sir, I think that's it. That's it. Forbearing, forbearing. Everybody say forbearing. Can I tell you what that word forbearing means? I'm not, a, I'm not a teacher, okay? But I'm telling you something. I love you, Brother Moore. We may not see everything eye to eye. I'm going to forbear what we don't see as long as we got our doctrine together. You don't have to be my identical twin to be my brother. Hallelujah. There's some things. Brother, if you like chocolate pie, I don't like it. I'm going to tell you, give me lemon. But I'm not going to fall out with you over that. Amen. As long as you believe that, that there is one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Amen. That there's not another door. Uh, that you're not going to enter in another way. Uh, as long as you believe it's an Acts 2.38 message. Uh, and it's still separation from the world. Uh, amen. It is holy and righteous and clean living. I'm telling you, you're my brother. I said you're my brother. Forbearing one another. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you why some of you is not getting your gift off the shelf. Forbearing one another and, and, and forgiving one another. I know it don't happen at Bendale, but it still does in Louisiana because they some sorry folks over there. Hallelujah. But I have seen them say, look, I'm going to forgive you, but I ain't going to forget it. You hadn't forgiven them. You will waste your time at an altar of prayer. Forbearing one another. We might teach just a little bit and then we'll preach again. Forbearing one another and forgiving. I'm telling you something. If you want God to forgive your debts. Hallelujah. You're going to have to forgive your debtors. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're going to have to learn how to say, hey, I forgive you. I'm just telling you something. If you cuss me out, if you just cuss me out and talk to me and 
talk, talk about me and run me down, I can pick at her. She's my baby. If you do all of that to me, can I tell you something? I can come to you and say, I forgive you. Now, that don't make you right. It don't make what you did right. I just got it off of me and put it all back on you. I just put it on the altar where it ain't going to interfere when I need something from God. Hallelujah. When I need something from God, it ain't going to fix nothing you've done till you fix it yourself. Hallelujah. That's what forgiveness is. We, can, we need to preach about an hour on that. Amen. Can I tell you when the church is going to have revival? No, it's not going to be when we see 40 or 50 brand new ones come through the doors hunting the Holy Ghost. It'll be when the church learns how to forgive one another in the body of Christ uh, and we learn how to forbear one another. Uh, and if one likes brown shoes and the other one likes black uh, and one likes a red tie and the other one a green one, uh, amen, I'm going to forbear that. Hallelujah. I'm not going to look, whoa. I don't want you to misunderstand me. I'm going to preach against worldliness. I'm going to preach against against sin. I'm going to preach against the hell holes of this world. But I'm telling you, there's some things in the church that we got to forbear one another. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Read for me. If any man have a quarrel against any, you can believe one thing, brother. We're walking in the Holy Ghost this morning. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, read. So also do ye. I'm telling you, would I be in trouble today if God had said, well, I'm going to forgive you this, this, and this. But now, I ain't forgetting that. I'm telling you something. The blood of Calvary took care of everything. Amen. When them old timers put their Bible on my head and on my back and they began to plead the blood of Calvary and I could feel the devils as they started to run. Amen. And I could feel the spirits of hell as they began to turn me loose. Amen. Because somebody knew the value of pleading the blood and somebody believed God for the impossible. Oh yeah, there was some that stood back and say, hey, amen, he'll never be part of the church. He's never been nothing but trouble. He'll be back in jail in three weeks. He'll be back with a dope. He'll be back with the drugs. He'll be back with the, with the bar rooms. But there was somebody went past all of that. There was somebody went and they believed that there was a God of impossibilities. When somebody walks through the door that is bound by the things of this world, we need to look beyond their faults. We need to look beyond all of that and believe that he has walked into a place where there's still a God of impossibilities. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Read for me. And above all these things, put on charity. That's enough. Amen. Charity still begins at the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. They rolled back that Red Sea. Let me preach a few minutes. They rolled back that Red Sea. There's a little old boy there. I believe he's just a little old toddling boy by the name of Joshua. And as he looked, man, he couldn't believe how tall the wall of water was. Amen. He walked across there with them. Amen. 
He didn't know that some 40, 43 years later, he'd be standing on the banks of the Jordan. Amen. Now the leader of the children of Israel. And he didn't know that he'd have to, he'd have to call out to that same God of impossibilities. Amen. As he stood there on the banks of that Jordan and he called out to God and all of a sudden he saw that wall of water as it began to stand up. I'm telling you something. You need to look back on yesterday's struggles with death and see who brought you through. You need to look back and see who brought you out of the valley. Amen. When it looked like it was impossible, that same God, I said that same God is going to fight your battle today and he'll fight your battle tomorrow and he's going to take you safe to the other side. Hallelujah. Sister Ford, I went to you already this morning and told you, but stand up right now. Amen. Stand up. Until you've had a petition before the Lord for a long time. And God told me this morning, he has pulled it out. And God's going to answer that petition. And there ain't enough devils in hell. Amen. To stop that God of impossibilities. Hallelujah. Whoa, run, devil, run. Amen, you knew we was coming and you showed up anyway. I'm telling somebody this morning, he is still that God of impossibilities. Hallelujah. If we'll learn to plead the blood, hallelujah. Amen. If we'll learn to cry out for his mercy, you can be seated. Hallelujah. If we'll learn to cry out for God's mercies today. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Go to First Chronicles for me, brother. Amen. The 16th chapter, verses 8 through 12. Brother, you go to 1 John. We done got on that this morning. Amen. Go to 1 John in, in, in the first chapter about the fifth verse today. Hallelujah. Somebody say, he is. He is. He is the God of impossibilities. Hallelujah. Amen. Some of you, some of you is walking in circumstances uh, and you've just already accepted it. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, you don't need to take no for an answer. Uh, amen. But you need to depend uh, on the blood of Calvary. Uh, you need to depend uh, not on your holiness, uh, not on your ability. You need to depend uh, on the blood of Calvary today. Hallelujah. You're not holy enough to make heaven. You can't wear your sleeves long enough to make heaven. You can't wear your dresses long enough. Amen. And holy enough, amen, to make heaven. If we make heaven, it's going to be by the mercy and the grace of an almighty God. Hallelujah. Amen. That the scripture tells us that his mercies are renewed to us every morning. Hallelujah. Mercy. Mercy. He's that God of impossibilities. Praise God. He's that God of impossibilities. Hallelujah. What you, what you got, brother? First John, I swear I want you to go. Just hold that other one. Go to the fifth verse, that first chapter. I'm telling you something. We hear a lot about what the message is. I said we hear a lot about what the message is. The message hadn't changed. The orders hadn't changed. Hallelujah. This then 
is the message which we have heard of him. Does anybody know who him is? Huh? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, we didn't get this as email or secondhand mail. We got it from him. This is the message which we have heard from him. And we're going to declare this unto Bendale this morning. That God is light. And I want you to know that in God there is no darkness at all. Neither is there shadow or variableness of turning. Amen. There is nothing but light in God. But I also read to you that these things, these things which are impossible for men, there's going to be things that are going to come your way that you're going to be less than what God wanted you to be. You're going to be less than what you wanted yourself to be. And whenever these things come, amen, the mercy and the grace and the blood of Calvary is still going to take you across. Amen, when you're not your, oh yeah, I'm not giving you a license to sin, but I am telling you this morning, your salvation it's not as fragile as the devil wants you to believe. Well, I didn't get many amens on it, but it's the truth, brother. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God didn't go to Calvary and shed his blood that his salvation would be so fragile as to fall apart at the first adversary that, that buffets us. Hallelujah. Start over that field first. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you. God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Don't let me lose you yet. Come on. If we say, the church, if we say that we have fellowship with him, and we purposefully walk in darkness. We got our mind made up. I am not going to do it God's way. I'm not going to listen to the preacher. I'm not going to listen to the word of God. I have made up my mind that I'm going to walk in darkness. I made up my mind that I'm not going to get the Holy Ghost. I made up my mind. I'm not going to let the blood of Calvary take care of my troubles. Then you're going to be lost. Read that part again. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. Read. But if we walk in that light as he is in the light, can I tell you why we got to walk with him? Because we have no light. We have no light but God in us. Amen. We have no light but Jesus Christ on the inside of us. It's Jesus on the inside shining to the outside. Amen. That's the only good thing about McCain that's preaching to you today. There's still an old McCain on the inside of me that we have to crucify. Hallelujah. Read for me. We have fellowship one with another. And the blood, everybody say the blood. And the blood of Jesus Christ. His son cleanseth us from all sins. Take that devil. Amen. I'm telling you it's bigger than divorce court. 
It's bigger than Alcoholics Anonymous. It's bigger than drugs. It's bigger than the needle. Amen. It's bigger than perversion. It's, whoa. I'm just telling you this morning now. The blood of Jesus Christ, it still cleanses us from all sins. Hallelujah. Read for me. If, if, here's, here's where we're going. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us. But can I tell you something? There ain't no lot of confessing going on. Amen. When you try to sweep it under the rug and you might hide it from your pastor, but you're not going to hide it from God. Amen. If you want the impossible from God, I'm telling you it's going to have to come with a pure heart, a repentant heart. Amen. That's when revival's going to come. When the church repents. Hallelujah. That's when Holy Ghost revival will come. Can I tell you who God is going to show mercy to? Read that. Read that again. If. If we confess our sins. He is faithful and just to forgive us. Hallelujah. And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. There's going to be things that's going to come in life. Amen. I'm preaching to more than just McCain here this morning. There's going to be things in your life, amen. I had a preacher call me just, just a few weeks ago. Hold your place there. I had a preacher call me, and he said, Brother McCain, he, he asked me a question. He said, do you think God, do you think God's through with me? you think God will still have anything to do with me? He'd, he had had things, things, things. And I told him, I said, I want you to hear me. I said, if you'll stay committed to the will of God. I said, there is nothing too big for the blood of Calvary. Amen. I said, there is nothing too big. Amen. I said, if you'll stay honest hearted before God. I said, there is nothing too big that my God can't cover it with the blood of Calvary. I said, David's name was mentioned over a thousand times in the word of God. I said, he murdered a man. He was an adulterer. He was much less than a perfect father. Amen. But I said, you won't find anywhere that he turned to a false God. He stayed committed. Through all of that, he stayed committed. Amen. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And because because he stayed committed I'm telling you God wrapped him up and God held him amen that little boy that come up for prayer a minute ago and brother he just climbed up in your arms I'm telling you if you want something from God that's what you gotta do you gotta get in the arms of God hallelujah hallelujah read for me if we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar. Brother, you ain't going to believe it. But I have heard men step to the pulpit that's been preaching for 30 and 35 years. And they said from the day one, since I got the Holy Ghost, I've not sinned. I'm telling you something, brother. I don't believe nothing else they tell me either. Amen. It's not going out. It's, I said it's not all going out and committing adultery or fornication. Or, amen. Or going and getting drunk. I'm telling you, the scripture said, oh, you can just sin. Amen. By a thought or a word or a deed. I'm telling you what you better do. You better realize that you are nothing without God. Amen. That you are hopelessly lost. 
lost and undone without the blood of Calvary. And you better plead that blood and the mercies of God. He said, because if you say you have no sin, he said, you're a liar. Hallelujah. And the word is not in us. And I got news for you. The preacher that ain't never walked through a temptation or a trial, he can't be much help to a church. Read for me. My little children. Oh, back up a minute. I hit a stop there. I want you to know something. This man ain't your pastor because he's perfect. He's your pastor because God put him there. Hallelujah. Amen. And the blood of Calvary. Amen. You and your house, you set up every preacher in their house. They set up on a pinnacle that all the world can see. And they live in a glass house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, we're not perfect. You cut us, we bleed. You say hateful and hurtful words and we cry. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Human beings. God calls human beings. Amen. God called men. Men. Of like passion. But they believe God for the impossible. Hallelujah. Read for me. My little children. These things write I unto you, that you sin not. God's not giving you a license to go out and willfully sin. But I'm telling you something. The best runners, the best runners fall down sometimes. The very best runners fall down. But can I tell you the ones that finish the race? It's those that get up and dust themselves off. And they press on. Hallelujah. If you could see me spiritually this morning, the knees of my britches is wore out from falling down. But we get up and we press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Little children, these things write unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ. The righteous. I'm telling you something. When I stand in that court of judgment and the devil begins to point an accusing finger, I'm telling you, that lawyer, that Holy Ghost, uh, amen, is going to stand and said, but I plead the blood. Amen, I plead the blood. I'm telling you this morning, uh, amen, there ain't nothing in this house too big for the blood to take care of. Hallelujah. I feel a little old story. Amen. When I was about eight years old, let me just tell this. I, I was about eight years old, and I was smoking in the barn. And um, Mama called for supper. I thought I put it out. But them old home ready rolls was hard to put out. I thought I had it out. And about 11 o'clock that night, my grandpa was beating on the walls of the house. He said, y'all get up. He said, the barn's on fire. And I'm telling you, it was fear gripping my heart as a little eight or nine-year-old boy. And we had a pitcher pump out there. And the neighbors had come, and we had a bucket brigade that was carrying that water, and I was pumping that thing and squalling. I was 
probably putting about as much water in that bucket squalling as I was pumping. I knew as soon as that fire was out, I was saying, God, don't let it go out. I'm a dead man. As soon as that fire goes out, I'm dead. They wasn't trying to save that barn. They was trying to save the one next to it. And they did. Finally saved it. About 3 o'clock in the morning, we went. And we got to the house. I don't know. It was something put in me from a little old boy, I reckon. It wasn't put in by church. It had to be God. We're sitting on the porch of the house. Sitting there, we was looking at that pile of coals where the barn was. My daddy put his hand on my leg. I'd never, never told my daddy a lie. To the best of my ability, I had never told him a lie, brother. Never. Daddy put his hand on my leg. and He just had a way about him. He said, son, he said, you know anything about that barn catching on fire? And I looked at him, and for the first time in my life, I, I told him, I said, no, sir, I don't know nothing about it. And he said, okay. He said, just go to bed. And I went in there, and I laid across that bed. As a little old boy, I can remember it just like it was last night. My eyes, well, they just began to flood. I just began to cry so hard. Not for the barn. I, I began to cry because I had lied to my daddy. I didn't have a Holy Ghost. Wasn't raised in no Holy Ghost home. My daddy drank. Wasn't no church life. Wasn't no church life at all. But there was something in me that God put there. I laid there about 30 minutes and cried to the tears wet my pillow. And I got up and I ran in that room where my mom and daddy was fell across that bed and I began to cry I said daddy I said I burned the barn I burned the barn down I burned it down daddy got up he said let's take a walk outside he got that strap off of that wall we went outside I'm telling you, God ain't never whipped me for something I didn't know what I was. My daddy got outside, and we sat on that porch a minute. And he told me, he said, son, I'm not going to whip you for burning that barn. He said, because we can build barns. He said, just as long as we got trees, he said, we can build barns. He said, but you can't build a lie on a lie. He said, you ain't got but one life. He said, we can build, build more barns. He said, we still got barns out there. He said, but you ain't got but one life. And he said, you can't build it on a lie. And he said, I'm going to whip you for life. Can I tell you something? Little children sin not. If I'd have just come clean with my daddy to start with, brother, I could have avoided that whipping. Can I tell you who God loves? Can I tell you who God's going to do the impossible for? He's going to do to that one that, that comes running to him and ask God. The last chapter, last verse of that first chapter, what did it say? 
go back to the first one. If we say that we have not seen, we'll make him out a liar. And his word's not in us. I'm just telling you something. If we'll come before that God of impossibilities today, God already knows. God already knows. And spiritually speaking, there's been a lot of times, there's been a lot of times in my life, Brother Ford, I've burnt the barn down. Spiritually speaking. Things that I just shouldn't have done, it, it happened. But I'm telling you, God is merciful God. The book of Micah said, Who is a God like unto thee that pardoneth iniquity? Passeth by the transgression, remnant of his heritage. Who retaineth not his anger forever, but delighteth in mercy. Hallelujah. Son, I'm telling you this morning. God's hand of mercy is reaching out to you today. I saw a long, winding road bringing you back to the house, bringing you back home. God still loves you. God's mercy is reaching for you this morning. Above everything else, above every barn that's been burned down, every mistake in life, every fault or failure, error or sin, God's mercy is greater than all of that. God's mercy is reaching for you this morning. He's the God of impossibilities today. Hallelujah. He's the God that whenever the, the withered hand stretched out, it became whole. He's the God that the, pool, that the man at the pool of Bethesda. There, I'm telling you, he said, take up your bed. And He's the God that, that overlooked the faults of the woman at the well to see her needs because she had an honest heart. We could learn how to repent. They come to the music. I'm fixing to close. There's a God of impossibilities this morning. Can I tell you something today? Only a fool would go to hell when the blood of Calvary can take care of every need that you have. Amen. We need to be honest before God today. As this church stands this morning, there's some here today that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you're facing situations that is too big for you. You can't take care of it. Things that are impossible with men. But these things are very, very possible with God. Hallelujah. Son, I don't normally do this, but I'm asking you this morning, would you come? God's hand of mercy is reaching today in a way that's so powerful in this house. Would you come? I need to pray in church this morning. There's others in this house today. Hallelujah. God, God's got a job for you to do. God, God's, got a, God's got a task at hand. Hallelujah. I need some men that's full of the Holy Ghost this morning to come and pray in this house. There's others in the house today. Young couple, why don't you come? Why don't you decide you're going to meet in the middle of the road? Put your house back functional. Let God be the God of your life today. There's others in here as they sing. Would you come? 
Would you come? Some of you need to put your situations on these altars this morning. If you're visitors in the house today, we invite you to come as they sing. Pray, church. Souls being weighed in the balance this morning. Pray, church. Sing. Sisters, we need you praying this morning. Come on. Come on. Pray, church. Me and pray like the house is on fire.
have I knelt before God and asked His forgiveness for the wrong I had done? How many times did I hear the Lord say, Child, as long as I have mercy, you're forgiven today.
back to him. He's the friend of mine. Safe in his home is where I want to be. And those arms of love is where I say this yeah. I'm going to go running back to Jesus. Right back to him. He's the friend of mine. Safe in his home is where I want to be. Cause in those arms of love is where I stay this time If you're alone and broken hearted Away from God, the dearest friend you've ever known Don't give up the fight, just start all over Cause he's waiting now with open arms So come on home I'm gonna go run back to Jesus Back to him, he's a friend of mine Save me it's where I want to be Cause in those arms of love Is where I say this Yeah, I'm gonna go running Back to Jesus Right back to Him He's the friend of mine Save me in It's where I want to be Cause in those arms of love Is where I say this Yeah, I'm gonna go running Back to Jesus Back to Him He's a friend it's where I want to be In those arms of love It's where I stay this time If you're alone And broken hearted Away from God The dearest friend you've ever known Don't give up the fight Just start all over He's waiting now with open arms For you to come home I'm gonna go run Back to Jesus Right back to him, he's a friend, he's a friend of mine. Safe in arms, it's where I want to be. Cause in all times of love, it's where I stay. Yeah, I'm gonna go running back to Jesus. Back to him, he's a friend of mine. Safe in his arms, it's where I want to be. Cause in all times of love, it's where I stay. Yes, I'm gonna go Back to him, he's a he's a friend of mine. It's where I wanna be. Then all songs of love is where I say the time. If you're alone and broken-hearted, away from God, the dearest friend you've ever known. Don't give up the fight, just start all over. He's waiting now with open arms, so come on home. I'm running back to Jesus, back to Him, He's a friend of mine. It's where I want to be. I'm gonna go running back to Jesus, right back to Him, He's a friend of mine. Safe in His arms. Where I want to be, and those arms of love is where I say this time. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Back to Him. He's a friend of mine. In His arms is where I'm gonna be, and those arms of love I'll say this time. I'm running, running back to Jesus. Back to Him. He's a friend of mine. Sick man is gone. It's where I want to be. In those arms of love, I'll stay this time. 
going to ask God to move upon his mind and heart in ways of confidence and assurance that God's doing the work. I thought about it before when Nakina mentioned about God and came up here as he reached out for me. If I'd have been holding things, I would have laid them down and took that pulpit. If there would have been dignitaries in here and time pressured, I'd have stopped it all. I wouldn't care if they like it or not. Understand what I'm saying? God, as our heavenly Father, is reaching out and with open arms. And Jesus gave us that illustration of the lady of issue of blood. Halted everything. Then she touched him. I'm here to tell you this morning not just for Jonathan, but for all of us. We are long and desire to reach out to him, God, just as much, if not more. He's reaching out with open arms. He's willing to take us in. Let's do it. We're going to pray God would touch your mind. I want God to wave just waves of confidence and assurance. I, I, I just going to tell him, but then I decided, well, he walks away from here. But I'm telling you, the devil will play games with his mind if he can. But I'm telling you, when we plead the blood of Jesus, and it was funny, he mentioned that this morning, I, I, I walked around in this, before everybody ever got here this morning, and pleading the blood of Jesus in this place. It's not about us, it's about Jesus. It's about and seeing the results of the power.
I want to see it in greater measure than we did see. Well, let's pray and ask God to do that for us this morning. God, we call on thy name in the name of Jesus Christ to reach down in the way that only you can do it into Jonathan's mind and heart and spirit with waves of confidence and assurance that you're going to be his butler, that you're going to be his shield, that you're going to be his protector as we plead the blood of Jesus Christ over his soul and over his life. He would feel that hand. He would feel that love and assurance that you're reaching for him and that you want to baptize him with your spirit and baptize him with your love. Not only with Jonathan in his face this morning, but every heart, every soul, every individual, especially those that don't know you through the power of the Holy Ghost. They would feel that same assurance and that same drawing power and spirit into their hearts and lives. That you love them with an everlasting love and that you want to baptize them with your spirit. It's your will for us to be saved. It's your will for us to be made overcomers. But we only made overcomers by you and through you as we give you honor and praise and glory in this house this morning. As you move across the hearts and the souls of your people that are called by your name. We're going to give you honor for it. We're going to give you the praise as our Lord and Savior in this house this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ. I believe God's doing great and wonderful things. Not only in Bendel, but all across the world. I believe we're in end time. But I've been warning you for a number of weeks. And it's not going to be so called easy if you're not willing to fight in the spiritual realm. And use the weapons that God has given us. But if we'll do that, I'm here to tell you. We're going to see people set free, delivered, and brought out. Thank God for truth this morning. Thank God for Brother McCain coming and preaching and delivering the message. Unto us today. Amen. There's hope for the hopeless in Jesus Christ. Appreciate our visitors. God bless them all for being here. All the family. God bless you. Amen. So good to meet each one of you and be a part of this service with us. It's good to see Brother Hamilton and his fiance. Amen. I think Friday night is coming. Friday night. Gonna have a wedding. So God bless them. Amen. It's good to see all of you. Good to see everybody in the house of the Lord. Back 4.30 will be our Christmas program practice for the young people. What about the children? 5 o'clock, Sister Lisa for the children. So all of you parents that have children and young people that's going to be in this 4.30 practice time for the young children and then for the children, be 5 o'clock, okay? 5.30 prayer room, 6 o'clock service time. Come back expecting a great move of the Holy Ghost. God bless all of you for being here. You're dismissed in the fear of God. Appreciate you.